Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Divine Flow Pod, episode 2. I am recording this episode on the eve of the full moon and I didn't plan it, but the flow. So here we are and I'm drinking a beverage which tastes like berrylicious, but there are no berries in it. It's basically a room temperature tea made from ginger cardamom and hibiscus and just the flavors are interacting to make it i don't know feel like a berry so it's weird but interesting that when different bizarre elements merge they just create something beautiful I think kind of like life or kind of like uh, those movies where a set of weirdos come together and make the perfect team. Kind of like that. So, today I want to talk to you about feelings. And most importantly, the ones that we have such a hard time feeling. Okay. I'll start with the top ones for me. Number one, anger. Number two, grief. Number three, uncertainty. Like these are the three feelings that still are at times challenging for me that I'm learning a better way to be with. And I think if you would go and reflect back on your life, these would be the exact feelings you were perhaps not allowed to feel as a child or you were shamed for it. So that's there. That's your giant peanut butter jar to dip into and just get all slimy and delicious and just be like okay where is this coming from i hope the deep dive process could be as delicious as peanut butter but it's not always the case so here we are now talking about anger I think as women, the message the society gives us is that women aren't meant to be angry, you know. But anger is a healthy emotion. And I feel like, okay, so India has like 10 million gods and goddesses. And this is just Hinduism. And then there are other religions too. But anyway, there is one figure that's called, I think you might have heard about her, Durga. And she has different forms. So she is the divine goddess and she also is known to have temper and she kills demons effortlessly. So that's her too. But she is also nurturing. So anger is something that people are comfortable with celebrating during festivals which i think the festive season over here has started just a month or two and yeah i would be updating you about it in the vibes but in real life anger is sort of looked down on and shamed it's not uh seen as a good look for a woman to wear 
and in fact the popular saying that goes here is sharam aurat ka kehna hai which translates to shame is a woman's treasure or like jewelry to be exact so she should adorn that and which as you can clearly tell by now is that i don't fit into that and i don't buy that anymore but that doesn't make feeling anger easy because we have to dive deep into the core wounds too right as our teacher liana our teacher i just keep saying our teacher because i just truly hope that every single person who listens to this ends up being led to liana that's my hope and if it's for your highest good of course but anyway as liana shanti teaches in her core wound programs so anger for me was something that i saw my dad frequent in more often than not like it was like an everyday thing at times he was loud and very aggressive and yeah and i just realized i don't want to be like him so to me showing my anger felt like that you know but with my aries moon and this aries super full moon my anger is getting kicked up because if i remember myself as a child i was a really short tempered kid i was like no this is not happening not on my watch no like go fuck yourself attitude i don't care and uh growing up i think a few people have seen that spark of temper in my eyes but that i just only make it last for like a second and then i regroup and go inward and then take my time before acting from that place because there are some things which are really I think anger is a righteous response to something that is wrong. Anger is something that animals do have, right? When their boundaries are violated. So anger is like if we stay in a state of anger, of course. I think that anger stores in the liver. So yeah, makes processing toxins harder and just yeah. We don't want to fuck up the liver. Like we want it to be healthy. so yeah like love your liver it's it's really important most often ignored organ of the body but it's just where everything it's like the water filter for body and for toxins and food like for every little thing and we're bombarded with toxins every day and now i am reminded of penguins who can filter salt water with through their mouth and just use what's necessary and let go of the rest which most animals and people and birds can't do ha huh, we are getting to something over here <laughs> let's see how it eventually connects so yeah basically back to anger like righteous anger is good because it motivates you to take action but if you're just all along in a state of anger and if it's repressed anger it's unhealthy it's like literally damaging you poisoning your body mind and spirit and soul
now anger is also of different types i remember most of my anger being directed towards god and finally whenever i was mad at god like mostly i would be talking to ganesha uh the hindu god he also represents unconditional love prosperity new beginnings and blessings and just the elephant medicine clearing all obstacles on the path so yeah he's pretty dope and whenever i used to be mad i think my wish would be answered because i don't know <laughs> that's how it worked when i was a child or a teenager because i was like seriously god seriously ganuji this is what this is what you're doing or this is what you're allowing and then he would answer my prayers like i don't know how and why it worked reflecting back on that it's really interesting like i really got attention from god when i was angry ha huh. but i thought that's all where my anger lasted but growing up it got redirected towards activism so the anger was there but it just was represented or directed towards a different avenue and what you need to know about activism is it's important it's important to be educated about what's going on wrong with the world it's important to shed light on what are the things that are not right which we can't allow which don't align with our values but when we are coming from an unhealed place it's not a good use of our energy because then we are feeding the same distortion paradigm aliana shanti teaches that the matrix works in a duality programming so either you could be pro this or not for this and you're still feeding the pain paradigm we have to rise above it so anyway that was one area where a lot of my energy went into learning about it talking about it and when you think about the fact that all of your energy this life this existence everything is a gift from god and if i'm using that energy to just feed a dustbin that's what it is like that's what darkness is it's a dustbin and then you're just sitting in this giant dustbin which you feel is like could be a five star hotel but it's still a dustbin energetically right in three terms it could take any form it could be a swing in the park it could be the most prestigious university or company but yeah it's just reeking with garbage and rodents like no offense to rodents all animals are teachers but still uh, <laughs> you get the imagery right it stinks and using the energy and the resources and the intellect everything that god has given me or asked to feed the garbage i think that's not what 
our higher self wants because then if we are feeding the garbage that means we are not creating more golden castles or animal centuries or whatever metaphor you want or maybe mushroom cottages in the forests and yeah that's an energy leak and a waste of resources but there is one thing about the creation process that i have realized is that you have to be empty like the i don't know what teaching is in buddhist teaching or some sort of like a wise monk being like uh you want to learn but your cup is full you need to empty your cup to be able to learn and so when we're full of ourselves or full of shit we think we know but we freaking have no clue we can't be receivers for the divine to move through us for the goddess to move through us and work its wonders i often see it when i paint if i'm preoccupied with something i don't paint i don't prefer to paint i choose to paint when i'm in a receptive state of mind which is again something i have learned from how my teacher liana shanti creates her artworks her beautiful gorgeous divine artworks and yeah you have to be in that receptive state and not allow your mind to take over so that you can create and birth light into existence and not feed the garbage containers now this brings me back to the emotions which were anger in grief and another emotion and then there would be certain emotions for you that might be hard like maybe crying is hard for you so it's like different for different people or maybe expressing gratitude can be challenging too so whatever it is for you so if your cup is filled with these emotions how can we allow the divine to move through us to pour through us uh, you know it's so funny i get this imagery of uh, these cute ceramic uh, watering cans and it's just like divine is holding us up and we are the watering cans and through us the water flows to the plants like we are nourishing life but yeah so if we are filled with say dirty water or just like maybe if you're filled with coca cola i think that would ruin the crops right but if you're filled with water that's beautiful that's fresh we would nourish the plants so basically the negative emotions are kind of like coca cola which i which i hope by this point everyone knows is toxic is <laughs> oh my god yeah any person with an iota of self love wouldn't be consuming it and if you do i think we should really talk i offer one on one coaching if you didn't know that uh, there could be a lot to unravel with that and you might be ridden with parasites which all humans are by the way uh, anyway that was a mouthful so yeah so we have to let those 
emotions go and move through us because we can't we can repress them because we know that leads to sickness so we need to express them into healthy ways this reminds me of an indian cricketer virat kohli he was also the captain i don't know if he still is but he joined uh, when he was pretty young and then he, he was really uh, i wouldn't say like you could actually see that he was angry or when he wanted to do well and couldn't do well and in his journey the process was how can he redirect his anger to support and better his performance and that was interesting to witness his evolution as a cricketer with that process because uh see if you're feeling something that is a fuel in one way and depending on how we direct it it could enhance our lives it's just like uh diving in and finding the medicine behind the emotion so for me with the full moon what's coming up is anger and i'm so uncomfortable with anger because i'm like i don't want to be angry but that anger is righteous right so allowing myself to feel it i feel kicking in the air or punching in the air like people do karate poses that really helps me release that anger like hi 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 or just working out or writing things out in the poem or a song and just like burning it away and like bye forever and uh, certain times i feel it's also important to translate that anger and communicating it with the other party if that is something that aligns because and it's also something that is for our own self our own relationship with the inner children to examine because the anger tells us okay what were boundaries what were the where were they not met or what is it something that was my need but i wasn't met with it and then when you rip anger apart right beneath it you would find sadness fear and that's where we deep dive to discover the gold the treasure chest that's underwater so yeah it's interesting it's like you can see anger is like the coconut froth over your cacao latte and beneath it you have cacao <laughs> below it so you have to get over the layer of the froth with grief grief is just something that we don't have any control over because a life is so bound with beginnings and endings that there is some amount of grief going on in one way or the other and with full moons it's just a release so there is some amount of grief over there as well or with any change perhaps even if it's a change for good there is a certain amount of grief that you have we might not acknowledge it so 
एंड ग्रीफ कम्स इन वेव सम डेज इट्स हार्ड सम डेज इट्स शैलो एंड वी लॉन्ट टू मूव थ्रू इट एंड नेविगेट इट एंड क्राइव एंड वी नीड टू बट नॉट डुवेल इन इट इट्स लाइक द वे आई सी ग्रीफ इज लाइक इट्स जस्ट वॉटर फ्लोइंग यू कैन ईदर सिट आर द बॉटम ऑफ इट एंड वेट अंटिल यू ड्राउन और यू आर लाइक ओके हाई यू आर हियर फ्लोट विद इट एंड दैन कैट गोइंग विद योर डे लाइक दैट्स हाउ ग्रीफ फील्स टू मी एंड आई होप एट वन पॉइंट ग्रीफ पर हैप्स डजेंट एग्जिस्ट बट विद अवर एग्जिस्टेंस ऑन दिस प्लानट एट दिस पॉइंट विद seeing the atrocities that we witness grief is something that i think we do need to come into a right relationship with i think i read somewhere the greatest act of courage is coming to the table of life with all the love in your heart and witnessing the deepest pain that goes on it could be perhaps seeing animals in slaughterhouses you know just witnessing that or doing something to help them if that's your calling or to support those organizations that really do help them or it could be as simple as changing your diet and turning vegan or it could be adopting or fostering puppies or kittens so yeah that's an interesting part so okay we talked about feelings we talked about emotions now i want to talk about the good emotions like gratitude and love and joy and the craziest part of it all is if you have been abused if there was authoritative parenting if there was there has been some sort of csa or some sort of trauma over there happy emotions also feel like a challenge and uh yeah we like maybe there could be a fear that happiness runs out so i can't allow myself to be happy because you know it would go away it's kind of like people who feel that you know they can't be vulnerable in a relationship because they know how it always ends that it is going to end and it doesn't last so they never given fully to it and then of course it eventually ends like it's a self fulfilling prophecy and again this brings in the inner children who are scared her scared of happy feelings because maybe when they were happy they had their guard down and maybe they were hit or beaten i think one example that i can share is every birthday that i had with my family i would be happy i would have picked out my birthday dresses sometimes two or three birthday dresses for the evening and i'd be just so joyful with you know the people i used to like my friends and everyone and every birthday something my dad would say would make me cry and my and when i was away in university i was like i just don't want to cry today you know because i was just afraid of birthdays because i was like anyway what happens i'm going to cry and birthday is a day of celebrating your divine existence on this planet so it's supposed to be joyful 
but you have to realize that if you're surrounded by narcissists covert overt or whatever they are kind of allergic to your joy right so somewhere around with this for this situation i got the belief that it's not safe to be joyful because i had to be on lookout that okay something brace myself for something is happening and my happiness wouldn't last my joy wouldn't last this brings me to the flying monkeys who i thought were on my side but not really who used to say that the remote control of your emotions should be with you and not be in somebody else's hands which is great advice in a way because we are sovereign beings and we should be in control of our, of our mind emotions and feelings but if you're telling that to a child and not holding the abuser accountable you are instigating that behavior you're allowing that to happen you are part of the problem oh i see another thing that i'm angry about <laughs> this has been really helpful talking it out loud um very interesting indeed but you know what i really want to say is that i think after a period of time our hearts become too heavy our hearts become too burdened carrying all these loads from the past it's like we literally carry these garbage bags on with us thinking that they are part of us and they make us who we are while it's just you know damaging or reducing the blink of i see it as like staining your beautiful gown that sweeps the floor and now visualize that it's written with garbage bags over your shoulders like you that outfit your authentic self who you are and what you're carrying they don't align like no you so the good thing is that the universe is very supportive it gives us windows time and the opportunity to release what we need to release so full moons are great for that so yeah just you could be like you throwing away the garbage bags off your shoulder like bang 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 fling it out out to jesus and his fire to transmute it and take it away like goodbye or just like ice blowing it like open up no strategy and be like be gone forever i don't want to carry this trash it was never my trash and i, I think i'm just going to give my gown a dry clean get into my sweats realign for a while and then get ready to embrace my authentic self in all of its glory because i feel uh, when we have a challenge and if you have been a people pleaser or if you told your emotions and feelings don't matter we tend to blame ourselves for our feelings 
And if you have narcissistic parents or had a narcissistic relationship, you feel that you are the problem. And I think that's not the case. We are the solution. And feelings are not the problem. Feelings are messengers, like guides telling us, okay, sweetheart, you got to redirect over here. You know? If something, uh, this reminds me of uh, human design and human design has a not self, like each type. So for, I think maybe for manifesting generators, it's frustration, the not self. For reflectors, like for people like me, the not self is disappointment. So these feelings could be really good guide maps of where we are acting in alignment and where we are not so i feel that's incredible but i think being in a generation where people look down upon feelings people like oh you're sad oh like they don't go oh they're like ew you're sad what a loser but forgetting the fact that feeling sadness is a normal human emotion or even if someone is really excited you know if they're full of life they're like okay this person is too loud like you like bro you are brain up with your alcohol and porn usage and everything and you see a person who is full of life and you're like you like who is judging who so you have to really examine where you're limiting yourself and because of who do you even like these people you're changing yourself for because i think when you are a kid or teenager your world is pretty limited if you go to say a traditional school because that school that classroom that place becomes whole of your world but as you go out you're like oh the world is vast and big and incredible and there are people who would appreciate you for just who you are and it kind of expands your perception but during that time you know when you thought that not being cool in school was the end of the world those feelings are really real at least for the inner children, not for the adult you. And they need acknowledgement. Like, I don't know, uh, have you seen those shows or movies where people have this reunion party and they want to look really better or just brag about how well things are going for them, especially in front of someone who used to bully them or, you know, who they thought were the cool people and just show off themselves in front of them and i think and wonder like why would you want to go to a party where you don't have your people why would you want to be in a reunion with people who you didn't even like to show off what and if you're truly happy you wouldn't be wasting your time to go out and show off you know what i mean so that's there which brings me to the topic of trying to prove oneself and it's not a show off it's just to feel validated and loved and 
because yes if we are not unconditionally loved as children we develop these core wounds so seeking love is something that we just uh, continue seeking until we do the work of healing all of our inner children and it's a process and it happens in layers most often doesn't happen in one go so yeah you see um and i feel as a recovering people pleaser i feel it's very important to be able to say i like what i'm doing i know what i'm doing is aligned and if they don't like it it's okay the people who would associate with it who it would call to who would resonate to would be attracted to it and that's enough and it would happen in its own divine timing but you know the waiting period that could be full of anxiety or worry and of course there's nothing to be worried or anxious about if you trust jesus but you know how the brain tries to take over and work out every single detail while we have zero control absolutely over anything except our own energy and how we use it so anyway <laughs> oh my god i just feel that this just conversation is going deeper and deeper into the circles of life and our feelings of course but uh you know what's interesting is i was uh looking at some things on pinterest and i came across these quotes from comedians who got into the business of doing comedy because they wanted to seek that validation and every time they were on the stage they had this worry what if they don't laugh what if this joke doesn't land who would i be would they still like me and it was just so sad but also it just fortified within me that we need a world of co-creators who are confident in what they are bringing about into this world i want to be that person for myself first and foremost where i believe in my own creations and that self trust takes a while to develop when you were taught whole your life that there's something wrong with you or it's not safe to trust yourself because you make terrible decisions and you know what's funny about whenever i come across this statement for my own self or others is making terrible decisions those decisions were made when one was actually not sovereign brainwashed with others around them coming out from a trauma response and it wasn't even a conscious choice so the guilt you're holding on to for a bad decision maybe you didn't even make it consciously or maybe you weren't empowered enough to choose what felt authentic back then to you and i hope i pray that you can give grace to your younger self for that also what's been super super interesting is how 
different feelings bring about a different voice i think the best example i can give is my own self so when i'm trying to be in the zen mode or when i'm recording a guided meditation or something relaxing i'm like hi take a gentle breath through you through your nose it's okay everything is fine you're floating as a beautiful kite in the sky you see that's like a different vibe it's like you can go to sleep listening to that and when there's something exciting to share like there is a massive inside it's just like firecrackers all over the energy the voice shifts it also happens when you speak different languages like if i speak something in hindi or punjabi or just whatever it it just gets a different energy to it and in english it sounds different right for example let's take the salutation like if i say aloha or namaste or hello or how do dude it just changes right <laughs> so much medicine in words like it's all energy it's all frequency so yep got to roll with that and it's also dependent on each person how they embody that vibe so lot of factors go in so in closing i want to leave you with certain questions for your own self what is the vibe that you want to embody then what is the vibe of your authentic self your higher self pray on it meditate on it and then does who you want to embody and who you are align if not why who else are you trying to be or what challenges are you feeling in accepting who you know yourself to be in your heart then what would it look like if there was no one else to please what would you do who would you talk to how would you dress up how would you walk what would you eat what music would you listen to how would you dance so feel into it and lastly what makes you feel loved if you were to just like before bed if you're laying down and you place your hand on your heart what is something that eases your heart that warms your heart up what is something your inner children are desperate to hear can you say it to them now and lastly like bonus what garbage bags like we talked about can you just throw away do that please
you are so valuable and it's been such a joy and pleasure to talk to you and thank you so much for being here and let me know what emotion has been challenging for you and we can grow and build on that so signing off from the divine flipboard and oh did i say hi i'm kaiwani alai and gave you the introduction in the introduction or i forgot about that so in closing kaiwani alai saying good night goodbye or good evening wherever you are have the most magical moments take care bye